Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit anchored, spirit filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be spirit filled, led, and directed. Um, welcome to. Welcome. We are on our second episode. I'm Christ Therapy. I believe God wants us to really receive an inner healing that will support our own understanding. But it can only be done through the word of the Lord. It can only be done through the word of the Lord. So please prepare your books, your notes, whatever that you're going to be using to really receive what the Lord has for you so that you may be able to run with it. So you may be able to run with it. Some of, some of, some of, some of, some of what the Lord is going to be saying to us may not be use now but there will come a season that you will need this word so do not do not throw it in the dustbin but keep it in a safe place so that when that season comes you are ready to let go and let God because this is the season where you really need the Messiah to work in your life because God does not only care about healing your physical body but he cares about healing your inner man he cares about healing your Amen. So we're gonna go with it. Christ therapy. That is our series. Christ therapy. That is our series. Come on, that is our series. You need to believe that you are a new creation in Christ. We're gonna begin here in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse twelve to fifteen. Matthew chapter six, verse twelve to fifteen. And forgive us our debts, as we have forgiven our debtors. Letting go of both wrong and the resentment. That is verse 12. Verse 13. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That is the prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ when he taught the disciples. Verse 14. For if you forgive others their trespasses, they are reckless and woeful sins. Your, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Verse 15. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your head and anger, listen to that, with the result that it is in, in, interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your transpasses. I want, to, I want you to listen to this. Nurturing your head and anger with the result that it is interfere interferes with your relationship with God. So we get to understand something that as we are working through the series, one of the most important things that God wants us to master is the art of forgiveness. I will say that again. The art of forgiveness. The art of forgiveness. God wants you to be able to master the art of forgiveness. So our title of this sermon is 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 the art of forgiveness the art of forgiveness god wants you to master the art of forgiveness that can be our subtitle are we all together so you need to understand something here is our lord jesus christ and saying hey you must learn to forgive your debtors you must learn to forgive your debtors so here is god putting and emphasizing forgiveness in our Lord's prayer. It means that forgiveness must be the one of one of the most important things that God wants us to master. So if we are believers in Christ, but we still have uh we still 
um, hold grudges in our heart. We still hold unforgiveness in our heart. We are not really moving according to how the Holy Spirit wants us to move. Because here the Lord in Matthew chapter 6, verse 12 to 15, he emphasizes that we should make sure that we let go of both the wrongs and the resentment that people cause in our lives. That people cause in our lives. Why? So that we don't end up being led into temptations. Because when you have unforgiveness, it's easy for the for for your for, for Satan to lead you into temptation that will that will make you to sin against God, that will make you to to walk in disobedience and lose the blessing that God has for you or miss the blessing that God has for you. So it is very important that we are not led into temptation altogether. So we may be delivered from the evil things that may try to ruin our relationship with God. Altogether. So in verse 14, he says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, their, their reckless and woeful sins, your Father in heaven will also forgive you. So is it is very important to forgive because if you don't forgive, you make it hard for the Lord to forgive you because you are breaking a law that he has already said. But you can only know that when you stay in the word of the Lord because for some of us, we don't know that. You are still holding a grudge to your ex-boyfriend. You are still holding grudge to your ex-girlfriend. Um, 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 but you don't understand that is hindering your relationship and you wonder why in some of the areas you are not prospering. But I'm here to remind you today that, hey, the Lord is calling you to master the art of forgiveness. Master the art of forgiveness. If God did not put it in the word of the Lord, it was not going to be necessary for us to walk in forgiveness. But if he has emphasized, has, has, has even, uh, um, he has even emphasized it in the Lord's prayer, in our in our Lord's prayer, it means it's very important. It means it's very important. It means that we must walk in in the power of forgiveness. We must walk in the power of forgiveness by mastering the art of forgiveness. So when we look in verse fifteen, it says, "But if you do not forgive others, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses." I want to get. So when we nature hate and anger, it results in it results in a point whereby. It interferes our relationship with God. You can never really pray when you are moving in unforgiveness. So that's why it is very important that when you do what before you go unto the Lord, you really ask God to really pour the spirit of peace and joy and really heal you of, of your unforgiveness. Because it is it, it, it is very difficult for one to say, I'm praying but you're still full of unforgiveness. What are you praying to? Because our Lord already has already told you that you cannot come to me with a heart that is, that is, that is full of wickedness, that is full of unforgiveness. Because where there is unforgiveness, there's wickedness. Where there is unforgiveness, there's witchcraft. You must understand that. Those, these are the things that most of, most of people don't want you to know. But you must understand that unforgiveness opens up a door for the enemy to enter in your life. But forgiveness closes every door for the enemy to interfere in your life. So in, hear, hear, hear me now. Come on, somebody. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So God is already emphasizing that when you continue to, 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 to walk in head or when you continue to nurture head and anger, you are actually um, hindering the flow of the Holy Spirit to operate in your life. You are hindered. You can never be able... Some of, some of you wonder why you don't have the patience to read the, the Word of God. You are still holding grudges in your heart. You are, not, you, are, you are not willing to let God to interfere in your process of healing. You are not really being honest to God and say, Lord, you know what? This person 
has really broken my heart and I really need healing. I really need you to, to, to really cleanse me and heal me and show me and bring, bring me back to, to my, to my, to, the, to, 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 to my altar or uh, restore me back to the joy of my salvation. I hold together. Let us go to Matthew chapter 18. Uh, please don't, 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 don't be in the rush. Stay, stay with us. Stay with us. Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 35. If your brother sins, listen to them. If your brother sins, Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 to 35. This one is very long. That's why I'm saying stay with me. Stay with me. You really need to get the word of the Lord. Bible, the, the word of God says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. If you don't hear more of the word of the Lord, you cannot be renewed in your mind. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. So we are only renewed in our mind when we hear the word of the Lord. So our culture of thinking is can only be driven from the word of the Lord. That's why we focus in the word of the Lord. So you need to pray for the Lord to make you love the word of God so that you can always be hungry and be thirsty for it. Verse 15. If your brother sins, go. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. Listen to that. If he listens and pays attention to you, you have won back your brother. That's verse 15. Matthew 18, chapter 15 to 35. We're still on verse 15. Says, if your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. If he listens and pays attention to you, you have won back your brother. If your brother sins. So God here is teaching us how to maneuver, how to approach relationships in the body of Christ, how to approach relationship in Christ. We don't gossip about those who are sinning in church, but we bring them privately so and we cancel them and say hey brother i see you are struggling with pornography i see you are struggling with the spirit of lust i see you are struggling with the spirit of anger i see that you are struggling with the spirit of impatience i see that you are struggling with the spirit of management how can we pray with you how can i pray with you that's how it, we operate in the body of christ that's how we avoid we avoid hating others in the, in, in the body of Christ. That's how we are able to uh, bring people back to Christ in a bold way, in a righteous way. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. If he listens, pays attention to you, you have won back your brother. Because we don't want to lose anyone. You don't want to be in a point whereby God is going to blame you for someone going to hell. Because you are only thinking about yourself, not thinking about the other person. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So it is very important as we are going and as we are chaining in faith that we are not the reason why people left the church. Some of you are the reason why people left the church. And they, 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 you are the reason why people are working in unforgiveness. But you not you may not be aware. But but why? Because when a brother was sinning, you 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 you, you are not able to really come to a sense of say, you know what, my brother has sinned. How do I, uh, how do I bring him back? How do I bring back in a compassion way? How do I bring him back in a way that is going to not going to make him lose? Especially those who are babies in Christ. For those who are matured, yes, you may be radical to them, but. For for those who know that this person just joined the church, you cannot be harsh on them. You need to make sure that you take baby steps with them so they can be one back to Christ. Verse 16, we are still there. But if he does not listen, listen to them, take along with you one or two brother, two others, so that every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three weaknesses. So if your brother does not listen to you the first time, the Holy Spirit says you must not give up. This is our Lord Jesus Christ. Do not give up. Take along 
two or three brothers. Confront that person. Why have you done that? Um, why have you sinned against the Lord? Why have you show him grace and mercy? That's the purpose of grace and mercy. We are showing you grace and mercy. Why? So that everything that anything that's gonna come out of it or anything that's gonna come out of that person's life has it has not it will not have any link with you because God will see that God will see that you took all the steps that was needed to be able to win that brother back. Because you don't want want people to leave the church, as I said, because of you. Altogether. Verse 17, listen to this very power. If he pays no attention to them, refusing to listen and obey, tell it to the church. And if if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be let it be to you as a gentle, an unbeliever, a tax collector. So if he does not listen the third time, take him to the church. If he does not listen to the church, this is the word of the Lord. Let him be to you as a gentle, an unbeliever, a tax collector. I altogether. Because now they are no longer sinning against the church. They are no longer sinning against their bride. They are sinning against God himself. Now they are working according to the ways of their father, Satan, who is disobedient to our Lord Jesus Christ, who is disobedient to our father. He says, now if they don't listen to the church, let them go. Let him go as a gentle unbeliever because now they are not moving according to the purpose and the vision of the church. Why? Because you are avoiding a point whereby you are going to be in a process of living a life of unforgiveness and living a life that you of 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 or, or, or being in a point whereby someone left the church because of you. When they leave the church or when they reject Jesus Christ or when they depart from the faith, it must not be on our own account, man. It must be on their own account because they were lead, they were led by their own selfish desires and their their, their own full, their own um, lustful desires because you don't want to call, you are not, you don't want to be caught in a process whereby you are full of unforgiveness because you cannot address the issue right this is what we call Christ therapy when you are able to take the steps of how to cancel your believers in Christ how to cancel your brothers in Christ let them have no room of excuse of why they left the church, of why they departed their faith. They must not depart their faith because of you. Let it be because of their own disobedience in the name of Jesus Christ. That is Christ therapy. Those are the steps that you can use when you counsel someone in the body of Christ. The first time, approach them alone. The second time, call a brother and a sister. The third time, call the leaders of the church and let them address them. Verse 18, I assure you, most solemnly say to you, whatever you bind, listen to that, forbid, declared to be improper and unlawful on earth, shall, shall have already been bound in heaven. Whatever you loose, permit, declared lawfully on earth, shall have already been loose in heaven. So why is our Lord just Christ saying that? Because immediately when you are born again, you carry the authority of the Lord. So he's, when we read the book of Deuteronomy, it says, I pray that you do not curse, but you bless. I hold together. Why? Because our tongues carries power. So it's very important that as we live in this life, when we are not willing to walk in forgiveness, we are hindering the authority that the Lord has given us to walk in. Because God requires you to understand that when you carry his spirit, 
You carry the authority to bind and to loose. You carry the authority to bind and to loose. You carry the authority to forbid and to permit. But it can only happen when you walk in the spirit of peace. When you walk in the spirit of peace. So I again, I say to you, listen to that. If two believers on earth agree, that is that is of one mind in harmony about anything that they ask within me, within the will of God. I mean, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. That is verse 19. Again, I say to you that if two believers on earth agree that is of one mind in harmony about anything that that they ask within the will of God. It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. It will be done for them by my Father in heaven. But one thing that we need to be careful of is the spirit of unforgiveness. I all together. I'm trying to show you that one of the things that hinders us to really see the results of God because we still carry unforgiveness. We still carry unforgiveness. But God wants us to walk in forgiveness. Why? So that there can be harmony one mind of agreement so that his purpose can come on earth and can be done. But it can only be done when we are willing to really walk in one mind. Verse 24, where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my followers, I am there among them. So we cannot gather and think that the Lord is not there. You cannot come to church with a, with, with a wicked cat and think that the Lord does not see your heart. You, can, you cannot hate your brother. You cannot be in church but look at your brother and hate them. You cannot be in church and look at your sister and hate them. You cannot be in church and look at your sister and, and, and have the spirit of envy and have spirit of hatred towards them. That is a wickedness. You are moving the spirit of witchcraft. You cannot be Come to church with such a wicked heart because the Lord sees you. Why? He says, where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my followers, I'm there among them. So when you come to church as we are gathered by, as we are gathered by the name of the Lord to come and worship him, to come and praise him, he's among us so he can see your heart. You can't be a tool, you can't be a door for the enemy to enter the body of Christ. You cannot be a reason why people are people are not moving forward in the church. May the Lord rebuke you, may you repent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So we need to carry forgiveness. We need to say, Lord, heal me of this forgiveness, heal me of these hated thoughts, heal me of these um, witchcraft thoughts. Deliver me, oh God. But the Lord is delivering you as I'm speaking right now, as I'm speaking this way, the Lord is delivering you. Verse 21, and then then Peter came to him and asked forgiveness. Listen to that. Then Peter came out to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let let it go? How many times? Listen to this. This is our Lord Jesus Christ, our master. Up to seven times he, he is asking Peter. Verse 22, just answered him. I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven, 70 times seven. It is very important to understand the power of forgiveness. So God knew the power of forgiveness. God knew the power of forgiveness. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me? And I forgive him and let it go. Up to seven times. But Jesus Christ said, no. Jesus Christ said, Jesus Christ answered him. I said to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times. Seven. Verse 23, therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like 
a king who wishes to settle accounts with his slaves. The king, therefore, the king of heaven is like a king who wishes to settle accounts with his slaves. That is the word of the Lord. I ought to get. So, when he began the counting of one on him, 10,000 talent was brought to him. But because he could not repay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and his children and everything that he possessed. I ought to get. I just want to read this story so that you can have it in your mind. And payment to be made. Verse 26. So the slave fell on his knees and begged him, saying, Have patience with me. I will repay you everything. I ought to get. So there's a slave owing the master. And he's saying to the master, have patience with me. I will repay you everything. Verse 27, listen. And his master had heart was moved with compassion. Listen to that. He released him and forgave him the debt. He released him and forgave him the debt. So there's an individual who owed the king 10,000 talents. I owe together. Ne? Listen to the story. You're going to be amazed. Verse 20, 20, 28. But that same slave, that same slave that owed the king, went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owed him 100 nairies. And he seized him and began choking him, saying, pay what you owe. <laughs> so the same person who was owing someone, he's now punishing someone. I'm, I want to give you a picture. So this is us. God has forgiven us of our sins, but we cannot forgive other people of their sins. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So what do we do? We want to persecute them. We want to punish them, but we forget that the Lord has already forgiven our sins. So this is a slave that was forgiven of his debts, but he now goes on to go and punish a person who owes him. So that's what we do as believers. We come to church, we ask God to forgive us. But when we go to our workplace, we still have hatred. When we go to our families, we still have hatred towards our relatives. I know I'm speaking to someone. I may be speaking to myself. Lord, have mercy on me. I hope you hear what I'm saying. But that same slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves who owned him. Handed denarii. And he seized him and began choking him, saying, pay what you have owned. Pay what you have owned. I owe together. Verse 29. So his fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly. Have patience with me and I will repay. Have patience with me and I will repay. So this is our Lord Jesus Christ. This is our Lord Jesus Christ teaching us to be able to walk in patience. Teaching us to be able to walk in patience. To be able to work in forgiveness. But we can only do it when we understand the power of forgiveness. We must not like be those who punish those who have who, who have had us. But we must be able to work as believers in Christ. I, I want you to listen to this. I want you to listen to this. Verse 31. When his followers leave, so what happened? They were deeply grieved and they went and reported to their master with clarity in details everything that had taken place. Verse 32, then his master called him and said to him, you wicked and contemptible slave, I forgive all that debt of yours because you begged me. Verse 33, should you not for have, shouldn't you not have had mercy on your fellow slave? 
who on your little by comparison, as I had mercy on you, verse 34, in wrath his master turned him over to the torture jailer until he paid all that he owned. My heavenly father will also do the same to every one of you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your sins. So we get to understand the power of forgiving each other. So this is how it happens in the kingdom of God. When God forgives you, he expects you also to forgive others. He expects also you to forgive others. So you cannot be in a position whereby you cannot learn how to forgive others. So God wants you to learn how to forgive others. He wants you to learn how to forgive others. Mark 11 verse 24 to 26. Mark 11 verse 24 to 26. I hope you get it. So God wants you to learn to forgive others. Mark 11 verse 25, I mean to 26. Whatever you, whenever you start praying, listen to that. Whenever you do what, start praying. If you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Drop the issue and let it go so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive your trans, transgressions and wrongdoings against him or others. I hope you get Whenever you start praying. So some of us, we come to church. We start praying. We don't even consult. We don't even ask the Holy Spirit to examine our heart. But today God is saying, hey, I want you to teach you the principality, the art of forgiveness. This is the art of forgiveness. Being able to forgive others because the Lord has already forgiven you. This is what we call Christ therapy. So whenever you start praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. Drop the issues and let it go so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions and wrongdoing against him or others. So God will be able to forgive you of your wrongdoings and also forgive or so and also give you the heart to forgive those forgive those who have wronged you. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive forgive your transgressions. So it is a principle. If you don't forgive others, God won't be able to forgive you because God requires you to have compassion. You remember that slave? He's the one, he says, could you not have compassion as I had compassion over you? So the master, the king had compassion on the slave, but the slave could not have compassion on his own slaves who were owing him money. So Luke chapter 23, verse 24. And Jesus was saying, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. They cast laws, dividing his clothes among themselves. So Jesus Christ was able to know the importance and the power of forgiveness. He says, Jesus Christ saying, He's saying, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. So sometimes for you to be able to avoid unnecessary spiritual warfare, live a lifestyle of forgiveness, master the art of forgiveness, and focus your eyes on the author and the finisher of your faith. When they hurt you, when they speak badly about you, when they gossip about you, whether it may be in your family, in your relatives, in your workplace, may you carry the spirit of forgiveness. Because you must remember something. Forgiveness is a, it opens a door to the enemy to enter into your soul, your body. Some of you are sick because of unforgiveness. But the Lord wants to heal us today. The Lord wants to heal our inner man. John 20 verse 21 to 23. Then just said to them, again, peace to you. Peace to you as the Father has sent me. 
Then Jesus said to them, again, peace to you as the Father has sent me. I also send you as my representatives. Verse 22. When he said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Receive what? The Holy Spirit. We have already received the Holy Spirit. Verse 23. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven because of their, their faith. If you retain the sins of anyone, they are retained and remain unforgiven because of their unbelief. I hope you get it. So here God is showing us something that is powerful. If you receive, He says, if you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven because of their faith. So he's saying to the disciple, you will be in a position as a child of God that you carry the power to forgive people's sins. You carry the power to lead people to live a life that is full of forgiveness. That when, you, when they speak to you as a brother and a sister and they're confessing their sins, you are able to declare to to declare to them and say, your sins are forgiven. And as you say so, because you carry the spirit of the Lord, you don't speak you don't speak on your own authority, but you speak on Christ's authority and it shall be so in their life. But he says, if they do not believe, if you don't believe, if they, are, they don't, if you don't believe, if they are, if they don't believe, if they don't believe because of their faith, their sins will be unforgiven. If you retain the sins of anyone, they are retained and remain unforgiven because of their unbelief. So if they don't believe that they are, they are forgiven and they continue in sins because of their unbelief, their sins will be unforgiven. But if they believe that their sins have been forgiven, if they believe the way that they are receiving right now, their sins will be forgiven. And they will receive this unforgiveness that will surpass their own understanding. Because peace, I live with you. And this peace that I live with you, no man can take it away from you. That is our Lord Jesus Christ. So you must understand that God wants you to live a life of forgiveness. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. I want to close with this. Listen to this. Be kind and helpful to one another. Tender-hearted. tender hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another, readily, freely, just as God in Christ also forgive you. Forgiving one another, just as God in Christ also have forgiven you. So God is calling us to walk in forgiveness. I don't know what you are going through, but I know that the Holy Spirit knows what is going through in your mind, what is going through in your emotions, what is going through in your mind. But you don't want to be in a point whereby you crush your blessings because you are full of unforgiveness. The Lord is calling us to master the art of forgiveness. Master the art of forgiveness. So this is my prayer. And this is the prayer that I want us all to pray in our private place. Wherever you are, whether you are driving, may the Lord meet you halfway. May you not be like the slaves who was forgiven but could not forgive those who transpired against him because the Lord expects us to forgive others because he has forgiven us. And the Lord is calling us to master the art of forgiveness. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this word. Lord, I pray right now for every individual at the sound of my voice, those who have been working in unforgiveness, right? 
pray the power of forgiveness in their life. I pray, Lord, to minister the spirit of forgiveness in their life. I pray to remove every wound, every unforgiveness, every thoughts of unforgiveness. Lord, I pray healing, Holy Spirit. May you minister therapy in their heart, their soul, and their body. Lord, I declare every spirit of infirmity that entered their life because of unforgiveness to be cast out with the blood of Jesus Christ. I command every spirit of a doubt that entered their life because of unforgiveness to be cast out in the mighty name of Jesus. We bind in the name of every spirit that entered their lives because of, of, of every spirit of fear that entered their life because of unforgiveness. We bind it in the name of just Father. We declare the spirit of joy, of peace and love and gentleness and kindness to manifest in their life. The spirit of the fruit of the spirit to manifest in their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Right now, Holy Spirit, from the top of their head unto the sole of their feet, let them receive healing. In Jesus' name, let them receive healing. Let them manifest the fruits of the Spirit. Joy, love, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Spirit, Lord, may they walk in the spirit of forgiveness. May they master the art of forgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Be healed and believe that you are healed. In Jesus' name, may you receive the power of healing right now. May you be a vessel of healing. May you be a vessel that God is going to use to heal others in the name of Jesus Christ. Trust and believe because the Lord is working in your heart right now as I'm speaking in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email Give directly into our PayPal link or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.